This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, GAO has some concerns about DHS's Inspector General Office. One House Republican wants to know how it's going for those who volunteered at the southern border. And a new bill in the Senate calls for enhancing AI expertise in the federal workforce. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Government Accountability Office has concerns about the Homeland Security Department's Inspector General Office. A new GAO report says the OIG has operated without a strategic plan for four out of the last six years. GAO also found that quality assurance has been a concern for years. The OIG has failed to implement recommendations intended to correct those concerns, and it's taken longer for the office to complete projects each year for the past four years. One House Republican wants to know how many federal employees have volunteered to take on temporary details at the southern border. The request comes from the Government Operations Subcommittee Ranking Member Jody Heiss. He's asking the Office of Personnel Management about the impact of these details on the federal workforce. OPM announced the volunteer opportunities last month. The agency said employees would help care for and place unaccompanied children who arrive at the southern border. A House committee says it's time to improve the accountability office at the Department of Veterans Affairs. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Members agree the VA Office of Accountability and Whistleblower Protection is underperforming, but they can't yet agree on what they should do to improve it. Congressmen are debating two bills. One strives to give the VA Accountability Office more independence. Another would give the Office of Special Counsel the direct authority to investigate whistleblower retaliation. Oversight groups say Congress should adopt both sets of ideas because the office isn't meeting whistleblowers' needs. Nicole Ligrisco, Federal News Network. Senators Gary Peters and John Thune introduced bipartisan legislation to help the government remain competitive in employing artificial intelligence talent. The AI Scholarship for Service Act would provide scholarships to college students studying AI and related fields in exchange for service in the public sector. Peters, chairman of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, says the U.S. needs to be better prepared to compete with countries like China that are prioritizing investments in AI. He says this bill will also strengthen national security and ensure the technology is used ethically. The Pentagon is one step closer to filling out its ranks of top political appointees. Colin Call, the president's nominee to serve as Undersecretary of Defense for Policy, narrowly cleared a procedural vote in the Senate yesterday. Vice President Kamala Harris had to cast the tie-breaking vote. Call still needs a final confirmation vote before he's confirmed to the post. A former leader of one of the Air Force's most prestigious research institutions facing criminal charges will now go before a general court-martial. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has details. After an investigation by the Air Force, Major General William Cooley is facing a sexual assault charge under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. That charge will now go before a general court-martial. Cooley was removed as leader of the Air Force Research Laboratory in January of 2020. The charge stems from a 2018 incident in which Cooley allegedly kissed and touched a female victim during an off-duty encounter. No date has yet been set for the trial. Scott Massioni, 
Federal News Network. DOD is sending more doses of the Moderna vaccine to overseas troops to make up for the FDA-ordered pause in administering the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The latest shift means 80% of service members stationed outside of the country should get their first dose by June 1st. The Defense Health Agency says almost 3 million doses have been administered to military members and other TRICARE beneficiaries both inside and outside of the U.S. so far. The Space Force is rethinking how it will organize its components for the future. The service is broken up into three branches, one of which is the Space Systems Command. That command oversees research and development issues, but does not have authority over the Space Rapid Capabilities Office and similar shops. The Space Force says it wants to work with Congress to realign some of its offices to fit under the command. Buying federal contractors remains a hot commodity as two more major acquisitions came to light yesterday. First, Tyler Technologies completed its purchase of NIC for $2.3 billion. This gives Tyler, a software and services vendor, a bigger piece of the digital services and payment software market for federal, state, and local citizen services. Meanwhile, Maximus announced its buying veterans evaluation services for $1.4 billion. VES provides medical disability examinations to determine veterans' eligibility for for compensation and pension benefits for the VA. The Office of Federal Procurement Policy is looking for some epic ideas. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. 23 suggestions to improve federal acquisition across four major Biden administration focus areas is just the start of a new competition from OFPP. The Federal Procurement Office is seeking ideas from experts around sustainability, supply chain diversity, workforce, and general operations. OFPP says it created the epic challenge to bring together a bunch of smaller ideas that could create innovations to transform parts of the federal procurement process. The most popular idea so far? Digitize data to support market research so it can be shared more easily. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Medical insurance provider Humana should repay the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services nearly $200 million. That's the opinion of Health and Human Services Inspector General. The IG found problems with Humana's diagnosis codes that it submitted to CMS for the Medicare Advantage program. This led to the agency overpaying the company $197.7 million. And the Interior Department is for the birds, literally. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Interior will make grants totaling $78 million to fix up a half million acres of wetlands and surrounding areas that shelter birds. Funds will funnel through the Fish and Wildlife Service and through state and local organizations with grant money of their own. Last year, the Trump administration approved $120 million for conservation projects. Additional money from so-called duck stamps, required for annual hunting licenses, will help conserve 2,000 national wildlife refuges. The enabling legislation dates back to 1989. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. People celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.